How much do the young leaders of the Boston Celtics, Josue, miss the fan motivation in the stands and even the fan hatred in the opposing arenas? But here, but here's what Nick will say, and he's and and this is why I say he's right. What's going to happen is that you're going to have maybe ten percent yeah. of the crowd there going to be. Yeah, it's going to look like the ABA. They finally come in, and then what will Nick say? He'll he'll call me in the middle. They're pumping noise in, Max. They're <laughs> pumping fan noise in. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. I think I think that's relevant. I, I think uh, you know if, if you were on this team two two years ago, I, I think you truly understand. I mean, obviously last season you, you remember what it was like to play in TD Garden, but I think guys like Jalen and Jason, uh, you know Tatum, Marcus Smart, it's a little different for them, right? Because they they went deep into the playoffs and they knew how much of an advantage it is to have that now of course it's not the same but at the same time I also think of the Celtics on the road I don't think whether there's a crowd there or no crowd I think it's always been that us against them mentality I don't know if that necessarily uh, helps them or sways them one way or another if anything it probably would probably hurt them if, you know if, if there were crowds uh, on the road but but I'm with you because some teams they feed off of that obviously you see records the the difference between home and away some teams they they prefer or they play better a little better on the road, but I think this Celtics team could really benefit from some home cooking. Uh, the old, the old TD Garden style for sure. Maybe yeah. sooner. But here, but here's what Nick will say, and he's and and this is why I say he's right. What's going to happen is that you're going to have maybe ten percent yeah. of the crowd there going to be. Yeah, it's going to look like the ABA. They finally come in, and then what will Nick say? He'll he'll call me in the middle. They're pumping noise in, Max. They're pumping <laughs> fan noise in. Let me tell you what Nick song. called me the other day. He said, "Yesterday, oh, my God. He said in New Orleans what they were doing. They were pumping in uh, the refs. Ref suck. suck. I was like, no, they weren't. He goes, there were people there? He said it was on Twitter. And I was like, no, I it was said, on Twitter. I said, that's why you can't believe <laughs> everything on Twitter. Right. But I thought I heard it with Did my own ears. Think, you, hear, you hear Max? It was on that, Twitter. Like wait a minute. Do you think that New Orleans, an NBA team, is going to say, you know, hey, turn that thing on right there and say, the refs suck. What did I say, Max? Oh, oh yeah, you might be right about yeah, that. Yeah, you might be right. Though, but man. Joe Sway just said something. There were fans there yesterday. Yeah. Maybe it was the fans saying it. It might have been. It was been. 1,000% the fans, Nick. That's the whole point. I mean, You, you heard it, too? What, what New, yeah, of course. What New Orleans had was incredible. There, were, there was legit a crowd there, but the only difference was uh, most home teams – when you're playing against the Celtics, that's what happens, right? It's at least yeah, there's always yeah. that fraction of twenty percent of the fans are Celtics fans, so yeah. it was a little split. More. I, I wouldn't call it fifty-fifty. It was more towards the uh, the Pelicans, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of Celtics fans there for sure. So what fans? I'm so confused. Like what fans are being there were let people in? in the lower bowl, which is crazy because I thought that they were only going to do balcony only, but there were people no uh, in the loge. Maybe going, not the lower bowl, the but they were they were in the loge. The fans the right now at the Garden are going to be in the loge area. Are they? So that's where they're going. That's where they're going to be. I've heard that 
you know, where we broadcast now in the garden, we're going to be moved up a little bit and the fans are going to be around the bowl, which is going to be weird. I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, you, you want to bring fans back, but it's not going to hit until you have a full house again. It's going to be like the NBA game. Actually going to take no pictures this time. Max like, nope, get away from me. Don't talk to me. I'm working. Will don't you, give me COVID. Will you say, don't give me COVID. Oh, I dress up. When I come, no, I dress up when I go to the garden. You do yeah, now? Yeah. You're I still dress, looking sharp? Uh, yeah, I, I dress sure. up when I go to the garden, but I'm thinking with fans. When I'm, at, when I'm at Beasley Studio, you know, I'm, oh my goodness. I am bummed today. <laughs> I am bummed today over in that studio, laid back. Pull up, you pull up I, the sweatpants on. I, I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Max, <laughs> did you, uh, is, is it just me or uh, I didn't know Brian Scalabrini? projects his voice so loud when he's on man i can hear him from up top halo yeah yo i'm up in the halo and he's screaming i'm like man we are are standing beside him and we got headphones on and and he comes off after the game and he is he is screaming let me tell you (laughs) jesus Christ, man. Well, and Gorman's so soft spoken. Hey, no, Gorman's not on then. <laughs> no, uh, oh, you yeah, don't hear him. Brian, Brian Scalabrini and his closing remarks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody in the studio. That's when he got into my report. His voice oh, made it to my report because he was goodness. screaming. He is just like, it, like, <laughs> dude, that's the, you don't. These are called microphones. They they project <laughs> out. You don't have Can't to. Can't you be a mentor? You should be a mentor and tell them. Tell Scal. I'm not. I'm not a mentor that way. These are microphones. You mind your own business. You're not, you're not trying to scream back to the studio so they can hear. Help Scal. You know. Yo, Nick. Nick. I looked down. I looked down. And I was like, I know Max is fucking pissed right now. Like I just knew it. I just looked at Max. I'm like, yo, you got it. If I can I hear him up I here, I don't yeah. even. I don't even listen. We're out of there. Probably I was going to say, he's on the pipe by minutes. then. <laughs> we, get a couple, we get a couple of minutes, and then that's it. That's about all. <laughs> so where's this team going to go, guys? I mean, really. Uh, I just pulled a D-Lem, and I didn't direct that at anyone. No, Max, that was how far, how far can this team go? You know what? That is a great question. and I, As constructed. And, and as constructed, as constructed the way they as are coach. right now, I would say – Second round, second round, and yeah. depending on who they who they play, they beat somebody in the first round. Second round, it would be that would be tougher. But if they met Philadelphia right now, the way Philly's playing, or Brooklyn, the way they're playing, I mean, I don't think the Celtics right now, uh, you know, have enough firepower to to go with those guys. But Max, what's uh, I mean, Joe Sway? I'm not cutting you. I have to ask this to both of you. I know you have a comment there, Sway, but what's oh, yeah. so different besides Gordon? Was so different. And it's Cantor. Um, I mean, come on. That, I would say, a, I would a, say on, honestly, Nick, that the, the focus on defense is one that, that sticks out to me. You think and Gordon was a vocal leader on defense? He never talked. Didn't well, no, no. I'm not saying Gordon. Be, I'm saying you don't overall, have to be vocal. They were, they were more connected when Gordon was out there. What yeah, I, well, that's okay. true. What 20% of the time, Joe. What I've seen right now is this team, they, they can outscore you. And over the last couple of years, they could out defend you. Once their jump shots stop going, and which I'm that's sorry. always the case. Well, how about how about this? How about just attacking the rim? Getting a couple yeah. of free throws. And you know, when they're playing at their best with that team, 
like yesterday, there was a point when I was like, man, these guys can be really Me good. Too. Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. and was going along well. He was playing well with Tice. And then you had those Robert three, Williams. You had those three wing guys and Robert Williams. So I just think if, if they can just get some consistency, man, they could be tough. They I, I tell you what, they're not gonna be easy out, and there's not a team that would want to play them because of that. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action now don't forget to use that promo code clns50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit betonline.ag head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts well, that's not what opposing class and opposing teams are saying i mean well, opposing me, teams me. are saying Jalen and jason are no leaders sorry Josue. Let me ask you, well, that kind of ties into what I'm about to ask, Max, because this is something that I think has been a problem. And I saw it, you know, right away in the beginning. It seemed like they corrected it, but then they went back to it. They, it seemed like they, they, they started the first quarter like it was the fourth. It was like, Kemba's mm-hmm. got to score, Taylor's got to score, whereas it wasn't. You've been saying that all season. The ball around, and let's mm-hmm. get the best shot available. Mm-hmm. And that used to be, or at least sometimes throughout the season, you see that. And the best example of that was against the who the Toronto Raptors, right? 30 assists, 23 pointers. Yeah. Like those three pointers, I'm not saying the Celtics can go out there and, and drop 23s a night, but the reason why they were able to break a record between Pritchard and Shemi Ojale was again because when the ball's swinging and you're and you're looking for the best shot, not necessarily the best player to take those be- to, to take those open shots, more likely than not, you're an NBA player who can shoot threes, you're wide open, you're gonna make those. And you keep and, and teams don't respect those guys. You know, Pritchard, uh, Ojale, uh, you know, uh Grant Williams when he wasn't in, in rotation. <laughs> no, not Taco. Well, I, I think uh, I think <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Max? Like, I, think, I, 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 think, I think one I think of the team has that, to empower these guys. Well, I think one of the things that happens with this team is you 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 watch the possessions and watch and see if the ball gets stuck. There are many times when the ball gets stuck with Kimba. They definitely mm-hmm. get stuck with Jalen. Mm-hmm. With, with Jason, excuse me. Jason. Jalen, uh, Jalen Brown, normally he he's gonna do whatever it is. He's gone. He might even he's lose just, the ball. He's usually attacking. He's just he, gonna attack. He, he's he's gone. But if you look at Jason many times, it's dribble, 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 stutter step, shake you up, the new age game. And that burns minutes, that burns seconds off the clock. And really doesn't get you. So I think that he's a great player, but he has to execute a little bit more quickly Tatum. to get everybody involved and then to keep the defense off balance. If I know a Tatum. guy going to dribble yeah, six, Tatum. seven, eight times and I'm on the other side, I'm just waiting. I'm counting. Okay, he's going to dribble again. He's going to dribble again. He's going to dribble again. He might even come back. When he makes quicker decisions, I think that's the best the best part for the Celtics. You know, Max, before the game I was on uh um I was on Sports Hub, 95 Sports Hub with Christian Arkin. And I remember what he was, you know, he's in panic mode, just like you know, a lot of people coming to Celtics are, or at least Celtics fans are. 
And, you know, again, we talked about the offense and, and, and Tatum making guys better. And I told him, I said, listen, from the very beginning and up until this point, I think that's the next step in Tatum's uh, progression, right? I think I see a lot of a young LeBron James in him. Remember when LeBron was at this stage? I want to say like 08 when he just lost against the Celtics where he was in so many difficult positions where it was like, he, to your point, right? Those, those uh, Cavalier teammates, they weren't the best, right? Going up against the Celtics, at least, the, you know, that the big not three. Not according to but Nick. They were great. Not they according were great to Nick, right? Not according best to Nick. Best team in the East. Not according to Nick. The margin People of error. short-term memories. Listen, the margin of error was so different for someone like him because he had to make those decisions. He had to carry that burden. And I think when that's what made him an excellent player once he figured out how to empower his teammates. I think that's what's the next I think that's what what's the next step is for Tatum. You, you know, know I'm going to jump. That's true. I think that's true. I think that you're both forgetting that 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 Jalen Brown went I think a streak of games during that that really bad stretch where I don't think he logged an assist for three games. I think he had one assist in yeah, five. See, I was just what I was I'm looking at. I'm not too concerned about Jalen because Jalen most time most of the time he has to take on the the, the best player on the court, right? Although or at least the best opposing uh player. So on offense, if he's in attack mode, if he's attacking the rim or he, you know, taking those those pull up or those wide open three pointers, I'm not I don't I'm okay with that. I'm looking for guys like Tatum and, 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 and Kemba to be the top distributors in that, in that lineup. When I, but when I hear you making your teammates better, I think that's an ingredient to an all-star or a superstar. You've got to have more than zero assists. Well, well no, well, that's I, true. I think that's, I think it's true. Yeah, that's true. I think it's true, but, but you have to look at it this way, Nick, if you pass the ball and somebody doesn't make the shot, that is a really good point, and that, no one yeah. else is making so, shots. So that's, that's what that's what Jalen would say. That is, he might pass it to somebody. They don't make the shot, then so it, it goes for not. So I, I think you look, oh, man. But you know what? We're not talking about. We're not talking about really one thing. We're not talking about the glue of this team, and we see Marcus how Smart. valuable Marcus Smart. Thank you. Yeah. All these people who have been on this, Marcus Smart. I hate what he does. He shoots too much. He oh, doesn't play master. What he does is he connects this team on the defensive end like nobody else. And because of him controlling the initial point of attack on the defensive end, it helps their defense. Right now, they don't have him. So they don't have that person controlling the initial point There's of attack. There's more. There's and, more. And, and he is he – is, uh, believe it or not, he is their yeah, best. Is the he's their best. He's their best facilitator. He's their mm-hmm. best passer. So mm-hmm. there are all these things you miss about him. The intangibles. More. That, that's what. That's what people aren't focused on right now. They're just focused on the losses, which I understand, but they also need to focus on that part too. In the fairness, it's a style of losses. But Marcus, we're forgetting about the emotion. Had he been there yesterday? our boy Gary Washburn would have been perched outside the locker room because I think Marcus would have fucking, excuse my mouth, he would have flipped the hell out on on that second unit. Max, when you were playing, you're starting. Second unit comes in. They blow a 30-point lead, and KC has to put you back in the game. You guys would have had a, a, you know, you would have had something to say about that probably. That would have been terrible. But you know, it's uh, and, you and a great bench. But yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that helped. The, the big, the big difference in when you're talking about somebody, when you're talking about having McHale and Danny Ainge and Scott yeah. Whitman and all these guys come. 
So you're talking about a, a different brand. It's like Michael Cooper was talking before. And he's saying how, you know, the Lakers had a great bench. Celtics had a great bench. You don't have, that's the thing about the NBA is it's so diluted now. When you start mm-hmm. thinking about it, you get past your, your seven, then, you know, the rest of the guys might not even play. And Tristan Thompson made a great point. And one thing you starting to see is Tristan Thompson rounding his game yeah. into playing, playing shape. And he made a great point by saying he hasn't played basketball in almost yep. a year. And you've been saying that, Max, mm-hmm. all season. Yeah, yeah. You've been saying that. Well, you, do you guys had him post game yesterday, mm-hmm. Tristan? No, we only have post game winners. Uh, oh shit! You sound like Trump. That's a very Trumpian thing. I know say. that's just a true Shots statement. Fired. The only time we get guests is after a Celtic win. Guys, I uh, just want to take a second and talk about Marigold. Uh, with their stem cell uh, research, has been amazing. I went and did an evaluation, and I ended up getting a, uh, a shot. And uh, I'm hoping right now I'm going to be back on the court. These guys were brilliant. They communicate well. They give you an education on what it's like. And that is what really, to me, won me over. Because not only were they going to give me a procedure, but they were going to educate me about this procedure. And in learning and, and, and being comfortable, that is how you get well. And that's how you become partners. And uh, my big shout out to those guys. They did a fantastic job. Check them out at marigoldmedical.com. That's the place to be. So what did, uh, what did Lonzo Ball have to say? No? Well, we used to, you know, it's real funny. We used to do that. And we, we would get back then because Celtics won't win the games. We'd have post-game. We'd get post-game from the opposing team. And I, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He played. He would? Houston. He was a guard. And uh, God, what was his name? Very guard. Yeah. Yeah. He played it. He, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, I'm gonna give you the clues because he no, he played. Uh, he started out with uh, Robert Reed, Maryland. He started out playing with Maryland, and he ended up being in Houston later on. Oh man, I cannot think of his name. But essentially, we had him as a guest. Didn't he turn his chair to you? Just no, we gave him. A, <laughs> We gave him a, a gift certificate <laughs> for some jewelry. <laughs> it was like about three, four hundred dollar gift certificate. You're like, what, what, what am I gonna do with this? What, what, <laughs> what did you say? I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I guess Steve Francis. Steve Francis was, was oh, it's Francis. Steve oh, Francis. yeah, Francis essentially came out. And after he did the interview, gave him a gift certificate, he looked at like, what? <laughs> did he take it or did he leave no, it? He ended up giving it back to us. He said, did I he can't even it? get a nice pinky ring with this. Man, yeah. I can't get nothing for $300. <laughs> you just insulted me as, I, as I'm rocking my platinum chain over here. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you know, all right, two on this. You know, the Celtics have Yo, one that's more. That's a great era of basketball, this. though. Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Celtics have one more uh, one more win than the Knicks right now. Um, it is going to be the TP that that is going to pretty much get this team back in order, isn't it? He needs to bring in John Collins. Who? Who's he bringing with this? Max, I don't think you, have a, the, you have the bat line. Fish, Max. What do you think? I don't think it's a big John, John Collins was good in the first game. 
And then mm-hmm. the second game against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Know? But see, but see, Collins, big Collins fans, they didn't mention that one, right? They don't talk about yeah. the first he didn't play. Really all you Celtics play. fans out there, it's all you want you all only want to focus on the first one, right? The first yeah, outing. They, they, so I, I'm not I'm I you know, I think he's uh he could help you out in the post, but I would want Barnes with a little bit yeah, Barnes would be the guy Barnes would be good. Uh because I think that Barnes comes in. And Harrison Barnes is can be a consistent score. You put him in the corner, he's gonna knock down jump shots, and he can he can drive towards the hoop. And it's really funny though. Simi Ojale has been really good this year. Mm-hmm. But do do you really? And, and and I think you have to put do you do you want to put your trust in him that he would mm-hmm. or would you? Okay, you answer that one. <laughs> I know what he's gonna ask. No, I don't. I mean, Sammy. I mean, he's uh, Simi has been a real good defender and he <laughs> shot, he shot the ball shot well. well this year. Uh, mm-hmm. but you just don't, you don't trust that, uh, you don't trust that car. Do you? No, I'm saying you, you're saying I asked you the question. Well, I just yeah, said, no, said no, you? what you mean? I said no. I think, you mean in, in, to be consistent in crunch time? Well, to rely on here. Here's what I think you get with Harrison Barnes: you get a more reliable shooter, no question, and you get a guy who has a championship pedigree. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think he, they're lacking that. I think he gives you an upgrade on how to win, and mm-hmm. that to me that is so important for a young team because. There was a time, uh, I think, against Atlanta, and you looked out on the floor, and the Celtics were so young. Robert Williams was the oldest guy they had out there on the floor at 25 years old. That's why I think a guy like Barnes, who is a total professional, uh, can shoot the ball, uh, brings you that championship experience, you got to love it. I agree. Joshua? Yeah, no question. I mean, that's the guy on top of my list. Um, I, I'm not the. I'm not crazy about drumming or uh, bringing oh, in a big. Please. I like. I like this. Uh, I call it the, the three-headed monster. I, I like it. I think for the Celtics right now, they have to uh, obviously continue to work at it and, and figure it out. But I, I think they can figure this thing out between the three of them, between Thompson, between uh, Robert Williams, between Tice. All three of them bring something to the table. And, and, yeah. Uh, it's it's all different, but it's all necessary for the Celtics team. So I'm hoping they address that 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 wing position. I do. I, I like Harrison Barnes. I just don't know if realistically does, does it happen without putting in someone like Marcus Smart. I mean, Matt, I let me ask you that. Cool. I mean, how do you? Yeah. I, I don't it have what? I don't envision the, the the Sacramento Kings trading somebody mm-hmm. who's who's not gonna you know his contract's not gonna run out. They can still hold on to him, and they can probably get a better package deal than getting a, a couple pieces from the Celtics, right? If, if I'm the Sacramento Kings, I'm not even going to answer the phone if you're not trading me Marcus Smart, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Does that end the deal? This is Harrison Barnes you're talking about. That, that, I that's know, a Danny player. Well, there are some teams, Josue, that are trying to eventually downgrade so they can be in the lottery again. Mm-hmm. You think Sacramento is going to be one of those? Sacramento's teams? been the star of that. Do you think concept. Sacramento's going to be one of those teams? <laughs> they, they've so, done well for themselves, right? What, Buddy you, know, what, you, what you do is you move you move players. And you don't know – the thing about it, we don't know who's going to be available. And I think that's a big thing. We don't know who's going to be available. And until then, that, that's going to be it. 
Yeah, that's true. A lot. A last topic, quick. Okay. A lot of Danny bashing. A lot of do, uh, Doc. Blast from the back. A lot no, of Danny blasting. Doc, a lot back. of Brad blasting. Oh, I take Doc back in a heartbeat. You would have uh, took Doc back last summer. I cried when he left, just like when Max got traded. Only uh, I was forty-five. That, no, I'm that, just kidding. <laughs> I would have kept that to myself. No, a lot of a lot of do, uh, Danny and, and and Brad bashing. Do they hold any of the blame here? I mean, Danny obviously puts the teams together. Everybody, I mean, Nick, it's not everybody. I, I feel like that everybody uh, is mm-hmm. part of this. Uh, part of the things that are going on with this team, and it starts with you know, starts with your coaches, goes mm-hmm. to the players, and it goes with the people who are selecting players. So mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody is immune to saying that you looked at this team and you would think that the New York Knicks would be one game right now behind the Boston Celtics. You would never, you would have never thought that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the kind of talent that you have on this team. But again, I think that we're missing that valuable part that we're not talking about how good this team Enough. is with Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's, that ends the conversation because you are, you are missing one of the best players on your team. And without, I agree. Him, without him, you're, you're not going to know where you stand until you get him back, until you t- make that trade exception. The the I, swagger I, that this team is missing is palpable without Marcus. Go ahead, Josue. No, I, I, I agree to that to a certain extent, though. But I, I think the, the, the most important player is someone else in the backcourt. I think, I think it's Kemba Walker. And I think he's yeah. shown me a lot of positive signs. And listen, from the beginning, I, I wasn't necessarily worried about Kemba because for me, it was he I needs to be the eye test. The, I don't care yeah. what the box score looks like for those first 10, 12 games that he's back. I want to make sure that he's moving the right way. And, he, and he's been doing that. And now he's starting to pick up some momentum here. So I think that's very important for this team. Obviously, you want to work him off the ball a little more. You want to try to make things easier for him. Uh, I thought Brad Stevens mentioning that to the public was really important to let everybody know mm-hmm. that obviously he's in the transition phase and to getting his fatigue back. So that's a big part in this as well. But, yeah, I mean, I Marcus agree. Smart is a huge part of this identity. Uh, the defense, of course, because uh, these guys didn't have to step it up on the defensive end. There's no question that this team can put up points in a hurry and that they have players, even off, the, even off that second bench. We talk about how thin they are, but they can put up points. Too. We've seen it already. Well, so you I think, think yeah. it's a matter of finding consistency, but that consistency, that's going to come from the defensive end first before it you know, yeah. trickles down to the offensive end on the floor. And that's how they're connected through Marcus on that end. Yeah. As so true. much as people talk about his offense, I think he's he's very valuable offensively, but defensively, you know, he is he is like a, you know, he he is their man. And without him, they've just not been because there are times when you think about if a buddy heel was scoring against you, what do you say? Hey, Marcus Smart, go get that dude. Let's yeah. shut him down. Poor Zingas, you need to be on him. He has been, and and I'll say it again, under under seven feet tall. Take out Mr. Russell. Take out Garnett. Marcus Smart is the best defender the Celtics have ever had. Nick, Nick, don't cry, okay? Don't say because you'll be going. But Larry, but Larry, I want somebody. Oh, come on. He was third team all defense twice or second team. That's what me and Kevin McHale used to say going. I know. I'm getting... <laughs> it's because you guys guarded the, the hard players to guard. One more thing. This is a max favorite. Fan take. Fan take. People are saying, bring back Terry, get rid of Kemba. 
Max, I gotta get the reaction oh, from Max here, Ghost Way. You gotta be kidding me with this. Look at Max's face. That's all that needs to be. No, I, I, see I, it right now. I, I think that now I see Kimba, it. what Kimba get, it gave you last year, and when he first got here, was unreal. He mm-hmm. was as consistent as he he is connected with the fan base. I think it's going to be, you know, I let, Kyrie, him, you let that. him get let him get healthy, and he's going to be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I agree, you, man. And you know what? If there's I one person on, on this team that knows about struggling in the NBA, especially for what over a decade in Charlotte or at least close to it, it's Kemba Walker. So Kemba is going to be, and he, of course, said nothing but the right things Monday after practice. Uh, so I mean, that's I'm not worried about Kemba Walker for sure. I, I just yeah. think obviously his health, barring any other injuries or something else flaring up, I like I like the Celtics' chances with with Kemba uh, continuing on this path to returning to who he was. Okay. I agree. And that will be a wrap. I'm Nick Jelso with the honor of being asked to kind of host these two legends. Good job, Nick. I, I like, this, legend uh, I like this host voice you got going on. It's like this like game you show like it. slash podcast. Well, it's kinda, yeah, it's kind of like a 1970s match game, you know. You're too young to know that. Max knows it. Look at him. I don't even know what yeah. that means. I got that long stick mic, you know. What's a match? Um, yeah. Oh, dude. Go on YouTube. It is classic shit classic and i'm doing my best bob barker all right so nick tell me who wins the car man who wins the convertible uh not max they gave out a watch that year so you know know with that it's time to leave zoom now hold on real quick real quick max real quick real quick i'm listening to this rap song i don't remember what song it was but the guy goes he goes i'm rocking a rolex now i ain't got no more seikos i lost it man i thought of you right away oh. <laughs> it said it in the credits dedicated to cornbread maxwell mvp i thought of you right away i, was like, man, I know someone got a seiko thank you i know yeah. somebody <laughs>